Welcome back, everyone, to episode 15 of the Unforgettables with your host, Rafi Hosseini and Ahmed Shima. Today, we're going to be discussing about some statistics, some surprising statistics, rather, I would say, comparing this podcast and the other podcasts that are in the works with uh, Ahmed Shima hosting, I think, about two of them and actually co-hosting about two of them. and myself posting about posting about one of them so ahmed uh let you begin with your uh insight yeah um thanks for the incredibly energetic intro uh like i don't think i've had an introduction that energetic in in a while so uh appreciate that <laughs> but <laughs> the podcast fails guys you gotta get a coffee booster right so one thing i will say before we get into it is that Podcast statistics, podcast statistics are uh, in their, like, I don't want to say it's in the early stage, but uh, what I will say is like, they're still developing, right? And so like the statistics have actually been out for a while, but uh, what I mean by that they're still developing is that you look at YouTube, you look at Facebook, uh, and a lot of these are platforms, and it gives you very detailed uh, analytics on what is actually happening uh, from the viewer, right? So YouTube will tell you exactly when people started dropping off, how much watch time you got total. Like they know the exact information about everything that that person did. They know what the person clicked next after that and uh, how they got to that. There's a lot of those statistics that YouTube provides, Facebook provides. Podcasting doesn't really have that, right? What we have in podcasting is we have downloads. Uh, I know some platforms are kind of looking into giving you more uh, insight from the stats, but let's just talk about the main, the platforms we're using, give us downloads, right? And so what downloads are is literally just that the podcast was downloaded in a podcast player. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, if you listen to it, uh, even if you just listen to five minutes, it'll count as a download because someone downloaded it, right? And so uh, that's one thing that I wanted to clear up before we kind of get into it. So this episode, we wanted to compare our podcast, The Forgettables, this one that you're listening to right now, with some of our other podcasts, uh, and really just kind of give you a look behind the scenes as to what kind of numbers we're getting. Now, I, I did want to add one more thing to Ruffy's introduction, and that is that uh, let's talk about our social media presence a little bit before we get into the actual statistics, because I think that'll give the audience some context. And, and there's a point I want to make, uh, and I think it'll be uh, useful. So Ruffy, how many followers do you have on Instagram? Currently, I am sitting at, let me do a live check while we're on this, is at 80, um, actually 78, damn, lost followers. No, 70. no, no, you personally. Oh, my personally, it's about 3,700. 3,700. And but, you use that to push your yeah, podcast sometimes, right? Yeah, uh, actually, for the actually most part, uh, I use that to push out my podcast. Anytime I put up like a new post or a new episode, then it's through there mainly. Is there anywhere else that you're pushing, like Facebook, Twitter, or anything else? Uh, once in a while on Snapchat, and sometimes through like uh to different friends who regularly listen or like interested, but that's really it. Okay, so uh, just on my end, I don't know how many followers I have off the top of my head, but uh, let's, I think probably 
it, it's probably 200 or something like that on Instagram. Instagram is really the only place that I push. Uh, the, and really, I don't use Instagram to push. I just use it to kind of like save snippets of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have like a little bit of things to look back at. Um, it's more of just like documenting what I'm doing rather than actually trying to get people to listen. Now, um, the reason I bring this up is because I want to make the point that you know, your social media presence doesn't necessarily translate to podcast downloads. And so, uh, Ruffy, let's start with 2325 Fitness. Uh, can you share some stats? Like, let's talk about what are your all-time downloads uh, on that podcast? Right. So currently right now, all-time is at 69. And I don't know how Anchor does it, but my estimated audience is about 10. And my unique listeners in the last week is 18. And how long, when did you start? And uh, the first episode aired, or went live, uh, I would say is January, the first week of January. All right, so it's safe to say two months then. Yeah, going to March next week, yep, two months. All right, so for the listeners, this is a fitness podcast. Ruffy has over 3,000 followers on Instagram. He uses that to push this podcast. Uh, and he has, what, 69, you said? Yep, 69. Lifetime downloads across all platforms, right? So it's not like just 69 on Spotify. This is combined Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Total yeah, downloads right. lifetime Whatever is 69. platforms my podcast is on. Yep. So now to give the audience some context, uh, let me pull up my lifetime downloads for Branding Deep Dive uh, is 295. Um, we've been on the air since, uh, shoot, yeah. September? So September, October, November, December, January, February. You said six months and we got 295 downloads. Mm -hmm. Again, we're not using any paid advertising or anything like this. I have 200 followers on Instagram. My co-host has another like maybe 200. Um, We sometimes post, sometimes we don't post. uh, But that's kind of like our results from that. Now, this podcast, so 295 in six months. uh, Let me actually pull up and I want to show you the first 30 days because I think um, that's probably the most accurate here. So let me pull it up here. So I'm looking at the first 30 days. First 30 days, I had 34 downloads. Okay. okay. Uh, first two months for comparison uh, is I had another 30 after that. So we could say 60 something. So like it'll even with Rafi. Okay. Mm-hmm. We can just say even with Rafi. So 69 ish uh, about that number after two months. Now, this podcast. This is episode 15, which means it's day 15. It hasn't been a month even. Uh, and our all-time downloads right now are at 84. Nice. So like it's outpacing uh, basically all the other podcasts we have combined. And now let me actually pull up the stats for Podcast Kings because I think that's an interesting one too. Because Podcast Kings, we have literally four people pushing this podcast. Like I'm not pushing, so three people. Right. And they're actually hardcore getting like literally putting money into like paid advertising on Facebook and a little bit on Instagram to push they this. They're actually doing that. <laughs> what was that? They're actually doing that. Not not major money, like 10 bucks here, 10. Like I, yeah, I think total. But yeah, totally like, probably. No, I'm just trying to relate that it's like a lot more push than we're doing for our podcast. Yeah. yeah. The, the point I'm trying to make is like this is like people are actively working on getting people to listen here 
right? Whereas like the forgettables is like, we haven't pushed at all. So Podcast Kings lifetime downloads, and we've been up since, uh, shoot, looks like February. No, no, no. January. Sorry. January 25th was the first day we released. So actually a month to the day. So that's kind of crazy, but a month in Podcast Kings has, uh, let me see here. I just clicked off of it. Podcast Kings has 93 all-time downloads, right? So Mm -hmm. just like, I think that's uh, very, very interesting. And I think, Rafi, what do you think is driving uh, this kind of stuff? So let me give you a little bit of uh, more background. So the actual download location, so you can see if you're using Captivate or Anchor or any of these platforms, actually, it'll show you where people are listening. And so our breakdown, actually, the majority of our downloads are actually coming from India, which is actually pretty cool because uh, we are not in India. We are in the United States. Mm -hmm. We are both in Michigan, right? And so to see that, like, it's picking up somewhere else is uh, a very cool feeling. Like, I'm looking at it right now. 70% of our downloads are coming from Ghana. Ghana as in the app, the Indian music app. the Right. And so another 17 is coming from Spotify. 5% is Overcast. 3% is Chrome. Amazon Music is 2%. Apple Podcasts, 1%. One listen. Mm. Right. And so, like, the lesson here, I would say, is post something every day. Right. I'm reading this book called Show Your Work. And one of the things they talk about, the author talks about, is that. You know, people that are artists or creatives, like one of the biggest questions they always have is how do we get discovered, right? And so for us, we were all involved, like both of us are involved in different podcasts, different programs, different things that we're doing. And it's just like, sometimes it feels like no one cares. And the fact is, no one really does care. If you think about it in the grand scheme of things, like who are we, right? Like, why should anyone really care? Like just people that are getting paid, doing this stuff professionally, like, why should they listen to us? That's the great point. I don't have an answer to that. I don't think they should, frankly. Like, I don't think we're that good or anything like that. But here's what I will say. And here's what the book says, is that what happens when you show your work every day is that, number one, you get this library of content. So, you know, instead of just having one piece of content, and then let's say, you know, in your head, it turns out pretty good. But then when people watch it or listen to it, it doesn't really hit, right? So you don't know what's going to hit, right? And so the benefit of posting something every single day is that maybe one of these days, something will hit. You know what I mean? Whereas if you're working on just one thing every month, your likelihood of something picking up is a lot less, right? And you have a like a, a lot smaller library or if, if something does hit like well what else do they listen to right and so that's the, one of the points he makes is like you don't know what's actually going to be uh, what's actually going to catch on so the best bet you have is to increase the volume of things you're doing so posting something every day giving people a sneak peek behind the scenes of what you're actually doing like literally this podcast that we're doing right now was inspired by that mm. like Ruffy, you remember when I reached out to you? It was because 
Like I read this book and I was like, man, I need to do this. Yeah. Right. And so the second thing is that the author mentions that was powerful to me is that, you know, it's important that you balance the long term with the short term. Right. Let me explain this a little bit. So in business, you know, people usually think of we want to have long term profitability. We want to plan for the long term, make these bets that'll cost us a little bit here. But in the long term, it'll pay off. You can't just have long-term bets. You also have to keep the lights on during, you know, while you're doing that. So in a business, you need a combination of short-term things that are actually making you money, making you stay afloat. And then everything else you can start to put towards that long-term thing. So what he's saying for creatives is that you got to take the same strategy. Like, look, your long-term bets, if they fail, you're out of business. Right. So if you put all your time and energy into a book and it flops, then, you know, you're done. Whereas if you work on the book, you keep making that effort. It'll maybe take you longer. But at the same time, while you're writing the book, you start writing a blog every single day. In the process, you'll get a following. And then if the book doesn't hit the way it's supposed to, which it will, if you have that following from the blog, but let's say it doesn't. You have that following and you can kind of pivot somewhere else. You know what I mean? So right. uh, that's one thing that I wanted to make sure that I uh, mention on here and I share with the audience because I think a lot of people are hesitant to share because they're scared of what people will say. And they have this concept that it has to be perfect before I put it out there. Like I can tell you right now, Ruffy, I don't know about you. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but the way my podcast looked six months ago, Branding Deep Dive I'm talking about, Versus the way it looks today, it's a completely different podcast. Right. It's and- the format's different. The intro music's different. The logo, like all that stuff, every single thing is different except the name. And that's because as we kind of continued to grow, we started making changes. Right. And so mm-hmm. what I will say is don't wait till you have the perfect product. You need a combination of both. You, you do one thing that's a bigger idea, long form, uh, that you're really into, really passionate about. And then while you're working on that, give people a sneak peek of like the whole process. You know, show them what you're working on, kind of put stuff out there. Start building that following so that when people, when it's time to reveal the big project you're working on, you can tell the people on that daily journey that they've been following you, like, hey, check this out. I did this. Right. Anything to add, Ruffy? Yeah, no, absolutely. What you're saying is um, something that I had in my mind as well. I mean, one thing, uh, just to backtrack a little bit, one thing I would say is that, like, I agree with you about, like, putting out stuff right away without perfecting it. But there are certain instances when you have to perfect certain things. For example, but, uh, for example, if, uh, if you're already, you already have a platform, you already have your name out, people know who you are, and there's something new that you're about to release, that second aspect or that second release or that second thing that you're about to create and give to your followers, that, in my opinion, should be perfected before you release it because now you have that credibility. Now you have a name. Now people know you. It doesn't matter. Your first product can be as bad as it can be while you you know refine it and progress it. And, and again, as you mentioned, for my podcast, you know, there's things that, you you guys remember uh 
that uh you Abdul Manan, like when we when I first put it out there was like no intro no outro no music it was just like a plain thing you know and then eventually I put the intro so progressing gradually but now once I get better at this as I'm going through it eventually when you know the following increases when people know about the product know about the content that I'm putting out and if there's something else like a second podcast that I'm putting out like a second uh content that I'm about to create that I'm going to make sure that you know this that that's going to be a really really nice one before I even put it out because now people are going to be expecting more from me compared to when I did the first time so I'm going to I'm going to disagree with you a little bit what I will say is your quality should be better but that should be a result of you putting in the work earlier right like mm-hmm. just because you did you know six seven episodes of a podcast you should be better prepared and your podcast should just be better the second time around because you put in the effort right so like i i don't think you should get too caught up in that because that might be crippling you again right you don't want to think too much about things you just got to do it right but what i will say is like yeah like if you put in six episodes like the quality you have on one should lead to better quality on the next podcast just like you know this podcast if you listen to it we would hope that if you go to our other stuff it at least at the bare minimum matches the quality that you get here right hopefully it should be even better cuz we're actually putting like this is the short term bet and the long term bets are the other things we're doing right so like that should be better overall uh but in case like at the bare minimum it should match this because this is our process of getting better right mm-hmm. so that's where I'll, I'll kind of disagree with you a little bit there but um like my my whole thing is like put stuff out there see what happens you know what i mean like we had this discussion before if you know like uh, about just getting started and all that stuff so i don't want to yeah. go through that again but i think but- listen if you're listening and you're interested in podcasting and and it seems like if you are listening that you are in that category because just looking at the downloads that we're getting is uh you know people are listening to the podcasts that are about podcasting so what i will say is that just put yourself out there man there's a lot of people uh that are out there and it does like you know sometimes like man there's so many people out there what am i even going to do how am i going to stand out like you'll figure that stuff as you go like i i believe like you need to have just talk about what you're into put your thoughts your ideas uh out in the world and as you kind of do this you'll come to find your voice one of the things in the book they also also mention is i'm going to close with this unless you have something else okay right 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 uh just just quick closing things that the behind the scenes aspect i mean i know we kind of went off tangent and start from stats and now we're just you know working towards what kind of content and like creating content but the behind the scene content i think that makes that makes a huge difference that's something that you know i've been considering as well so we'll see you know i'm working on it trying to find some stuff you know like behind the scene bloopers and stuff like that it's very interesting to put it out there because i've noticed that a lot of lot of like established platforms are doing that you know they're doing like if someone's like uh, a bunch of hosts on a podcast they're doing okay a day in the life of this person day in the life of that person stuff like that so i think the shifting trend is interesting to see that people now no longer want to just see what's the product or what what you're putting out 
what you're putting out there, but they want to see what goes into making it as well. Uh, yeah, th th there's another discussion that we had there. We won't get into that today, but uh, this, Ruffy, this is your behind the scenes. I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. <laughs> you know what, what? I mean, this is it. Of course, this is a part of it. I would say because when I'm talking about BNC, I'm talking about like the virtual aspect. No, sorry, not the virtual, the visual aspect of it. You know, uh, like the record, like taking a video of me and Salha recording, or a picture of us recording, or like there's certain there's certain things that uh when we record, like there's like bloopers. You know, like his cat comes, his cat has been in a couple of the videos and recording we did. So so there's like those things, like those like kind of like funny humorous things, but it's like part of the effort that you know this is like the bloopers we can't really put this in the actual episode or our actual product but this is what the product was refined from yeah yeah i think that stuff people like seeing it um and it helps you create a connection with the the audience but yeah what i was going to say and i'll close with this now is that um one of the things that they mentioned in the book is that people talk about finding your voice, right? Like, how do I find my voice? Or like, if you're a writer, like, you know, like, you know, what's the process of, you know, going from generic writing to actually having a voice? Or if you're a podcaster, it's not actually, we're not actually talking about the sound of your voice. We're talking about how do I have a style when I come on, like when you, people come to my podcast, how do they recognize that this is an Ahmed podcast? This is a Rafi Husseini podcast, right? Like, how do you find that voice? And so the author gave the example of Roger Ebert, who was the famous uh, film critic. So at some point in his life, he had some uh, like incident where he lost his voice, like physically he couldn't speak anymore. And so what he did was he just started pounding out online uh, on his blog, like just reviews, like thoughts, everything. And is what you know, what, what he said is that you find your voice by using it, right? So share your ideas, put, like if you're a writer, write. If you're a podcaster, make podcasts. If you are a uh, video guy or someone that's making videos, make videos, whatever your medium is, do that and you will find your voice. And so that's, uh, that's all I had for today. Thank you guys for joining. Uh, we will see you next time.